0: Every startup begins with an ambitious founder and an idea, but what inspires them to take the leap into the entrepreneurial world? I'm Peter Junho Sang, founder and CEO of Beyond Form, and welcome to our new founder series. I'll be sitting down with a few of our startup founders to hear about their journey as entrepreneurs in the fashion tech world. On today's episode, I'm sitting down with Charles Held, founder of Shoe Fitter, to talk more about his personal journey of entrepreneurship. Charles was born with a physical disability and given a short timeline by doctors to live, yet he has to fight the odds. He not only survived, but used his challenge to shape the founder that he is today. With this drive to change the footwear industry, we learn from Charles how the Shoe Fitter platform is using AI and fit tech to boost personalized retail on a global scale. I was born with a uh, yeah, physical
1: disability. So uh, I was born with shorthand. So I don't have the middle part, but you guys will have. Medical people there over at Curaçao, they thought I will not live long. Uh, so I came with, I will say nine days uh, from Curaçao to the Netherlands. seven years later, I'm still alive and breathing. I think that part shaped me to
0: everything is uh, possible. Let's get stuck into Charles's final journey on this episode of Venturing into Fashion Tech. How are you today, Charles? I'm doing well. How are you, Peter? I'm very good, thank you. I'm looking forward to this episode recording, as we haven't yet featured really any footwear tech solutions on our podcast yet. So I'm looking forward to hearing about the shoe fitter. App, But before we get stuck in into it, I'm just going to give a little bit of context to our listeners as to what's actually happening in the space. So in terms of virtual fitting room market size, it is projected to grow to 18.3 billion U.S. dollars by 2030 with a compound annual growth rate of 21.2%. So it's going to be a huge industry, luckily for you, Charles. And that's according to Fortune Business Insights. But in terms of the footwear market in general, the global footwear market size is predicted to have a revenue of around 400 billion US dollars in 2023, according to Statista. So, you know, paired with the tech side of things, we're just dealing with a huge market potential here, which is interesting to see, and we'll talk a little bit more about that a little bit later on. But in terms of the virtual fitting room as a solution, that could literally mean anything. So it's a very broad. So that could mean measuring the torso to specific body parts, such as the feet, the hands and the face, and obviously in the case of shoe fitter, we're dealing with feet here. It can range anything from a superficial layer of imagery placed onto the body for aesthetic purposes, Or it could be a solution that could be super technical to ensure accurate measurements, such as the shoe fitter solution. And obviously with you, and I know that you are dealing with data to create a super accurate platform. But without further ado, Charles, I want to get stuck in into your founder journey, thinking about your journey. What was life growing up and how did it shape you to become the entrepreneur that you are today?
1: Yes, it's uh, yeah, quite uh overwhelming story and journey as well. First of all, um, I'm uh, 37, I will be 38. Uh, I was born at Kursau. Uh, in the Caribbean. And I was born with a uh, yeah, physical disability. So uh, I was born with shorthand. So I don't have the middle part, what you guys have. Medical people there over at Curaçao, they thought I will not live long. Uh, so I came with, I will say, nine days uh, from Curaçao to the Netherlands, uh, because around that time, the medical uh, treatment was better here, uh, more advanced as well. So I will say, yeah, seven years later, I'm still alive and breathing. Um, and I think that part shaped me to everything is uh, possible. So that's that's my my model, my 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 journey and how I live by. So if I see something and if someone says, "Hey, that's a, a difficult task to do" or something else like that, and I will say, "No, it's not uh, not difficult because yeah, I overcome a lot." So. And I think that that is the the same yeah rule that I apply in my entrepreneurial uh, journey.
0: And in terms of having a disability and being a founder, being an entrepreneur, do you think that has affected you in any way?
1: I will say no, because I'm also... Someone that I always say it's uh, how you are dealing with it, and I'm dealing it with normal. So when I uh, make uh, meetings online, or when when I calling, um, and I'm when I go physical to the to my appointments, then yeah, they will see, and then they ask you, "Hey, do I need to help you with uh, with with coffee or uh, putting sugar or milk uh, in your in your coffee?" But that that's majority the only things that you're dealing with but i will say not in the yeah in business negotiation and such kind of things i know there's a lot of stigma around racism and that sort kind of things but yeah i did not uh, never deal with that kind of things
0: so it's good to hear that you've not found any challenges from that specific side of things so far because i do know that in terms of founders with a disability of some sort whether that's a physical disability or a mental disability They are still a minority in the whole landscape of entrepreneurship. And I think it's obviously admirable that you are still making a good go of it and not letting it define who you are. How did you actually decide to become an entrepreneur? Did you just like wake up one day and be like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur and start Shoe Fitter? How did that come about? No, yeah I think from my younger yeah, childhood, so I love to selling
1: yeah, things. Uh, I sell, I did sell clothing, uh, eventually also fireworks. <laughs> but but um, yeah, I think that that's a little bit how it came about that you that you want to sell something. Um, and eventually, of course, with shoe fitter was that I found a problem in the market and I thought, hey, there must be a solution for it uh, and uh, around that time there were some solutions uh, out there but uh, not sufficient enough and you also see that the solutions that were uh, back then they don't uh, did make it uh, to this day.
0: And obviously you mentioned that a problem what was that problem specifically?
1: It's also a little bit of personal touch as well because I'm not that very tall so I uh, uh, my, my shoes of uh, my feet are very i will say i uh, wear between uh, european size 36 and 37 on some shoes so so it's a, it's a challenging task when you buying shoes online to to Getting the right size, um, so I will say, if some site don't use shoe fitter, I will not buy uh, shoes online. <laughs> so the, that that's uh, that's the yeah
0: common thing uh, till this date. So that came from your personal problem of you know not necessarily being able to find the right shoes for you. Obviously, with shoe fitter, it is dealing with the foot or the feet and with footwear. But you must have a personal interest in footwear yourself, though. How did the love of footwear come about?
1: i i will be very honest i'm not that like you see a lot of people from my age or younger generation they are very in in the sneaker business sneaker heads uh, as we say but i'm not that i am more around the purpose of i i did see an problem and, and I want to solve that problem uh, and by time because yeah, I'm already I will say four or five years uh, in this industry so yeah by time you learn and, and you get the love for shoes uh, as well uh, but I'm not a typical guy that have 100 shoes in this uh,
0: closet. You're not a sneak ahead then Charles.
1: Not like that. <laughs> I like rather um, I rather solve the solution um, have a greater impact on the world with it and then someone else can buy the shoes
0: yeah absolutely so you really took it from a business opportunity perspective first yeah. as opposed to being a lover of footwear which is fine you know what I- I know many fashion tech founders and actually most of the fashion tech founders that I work with don't actually come from fashion or yeah. any love for fashion of some sort, but they just find it as an interesting vertical to work in. Yeah. So then you decided to obviously find a solution or create a solution rather that helped you to find the right fit for your feet. And how did you start actually creating shoe Shufata, the solution itself?
1: Like mostly of, um, yeah, Someone that begins starting an, an venture, and you yeah looking to work with different partners. Uh, not every not every partner will make it to the end. Um, so I had various of partners, and I will say we built an MVP around in the year 2000 and end of 2018, begin 2019. But I parted ways with the venture partner that I had on the time. Uh, And post uh, COVID, I decided to rebuild the platform again. And I did it uh, very lean. So yeah, that's, I think, also uh, our advantage today that we built a a startup that's very lean. Yeah, I can say till this We don't have very large venture capital um, into a shoe fitter. So I think that will be
0: more uh, sustainable as well. And you mentioned there that not every partner, business partner, makes it to the end. I completely hear what you're saying, Charles. It's very difficult to find the right partners, especially when you're at the start of your startup journey. Can you share more details actually what happened there and how did you decide to part ways from that particular individual?
1: It was a company as well, um, and they're making um, uh, custom-made software. And I think the majority thing is is that we were not that fully aligned uh, because as well they are uh, yeah company that dealing with uh, other clients and that sort kind of thing. So I can understand if you can uh, invoice uh, I will say a uh, hundred thousand uh, in a month for 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 ongoing business and the the yeah the startup that Charles brings to you that don't make that kind of money yet. Yeah, I can understand that that you need to uh, take some considerations what you can do and what you not can do. Because at the end, they're also driving a business. So uh, it's completely understandable. So I think maybe on that time, it was not for me or for yeah the venture, what I thought in mind that the right uh, partner, Uh, I will not say that they are not good because obviously they're knowing what they're doing, but I think it it was not matching at the time for me. And as well, when you also, and that's also another thing, when you're dealing with less capital, so um, because they were a software company. Um, And when you don't have outside capital, then you're relying more on their resources and on their people, and that that can be very yeah difficult. And then I can understand that they will make other decisions.
0: And I think the key word there is alignment. What does that mean to you specifically and I guess as you move forward now moving on from that situation how are you going to check that you are aligned with your future business partners? I think
1: for example right now um, I'm working almost two years with an angel investor so uh, yeah we're very aligned um, on the strategy what we want to where we want to go um, how we operate the business as well with someone else that also joined Shufidder past year. Yeah, I think you need to be uh, accordingly with each other and uh, respect everyone's is, yeah, decision ability as well. Yeah, and then you can grow from uh, yeah, a startup to uh, a yeah, broader venture, I guess.
0: Absolutely. For our listeners, you are a father as well. Charles yes. uh, and so you're a father and a founder which isn't easy I can't say myself because I don't have children but how did you make the two things work
1: yeah it's uh, yeah very complicated as well because um yeah I live I don't uh I'm I'm separated with her mom so uh and my daughter comes uh, 50% uh, here. So I have the half of the week. So it, it is a difficult task because sometimes, uh, although she is 11 years old, but sometimes when you need to take a call or you have a meeting uh, around eight or nine o'clock in, in the night, because uh, yeah, we're dealing also with uh, yeah, outside outside the Netherlands uh, with clients and partners. Yeah, sometimes it's difficult that she understands why you're doing it uh, and also to... Yeah, let her understand, hey, what I'm doing is for uh, a better future for you and I, that that's my whole purpose. My purpose is not just uh, making money today and uh, yeah, get now an exit. Of course, you want to have uh, later on an exit or something like that. But I always look in the long term. Uh, and my long term is that if I can provide for my daughter, and then she also can provide for a generation after her. And that's my, my, my goal. And sometimes you need to repeat it why you're doing this kind of things. And why um, also, um, yeah, if someone goes on vacation and I'm not going on vacation or that kind of things, it, yeah, that you need to make some decisions why you to grow further in life so i think at the end the i think at the end it is like you you think more about not now but later and i think that that's not everyone thinks like that
0: but that's how i am so your daughter is still quite young though charles and does she really understand that concept because i'm not sure if my parents had that conversation with me when i was such an age i'd i'd be completely lost i'd be like what are you in on about <laughs>
1: uh, i i will say she's 11 years old and um she 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 already understood a lot of things. Understands a lot of things, but I think she's, for the age, is quite mature uh, on that part. So you can you can have some talks with her about this kind of things. And of course, you will not say everything, and you will not say uh, how many uh, how many uh, valuation your, your your company is. That's the kind that you will not say because that's it's not relevant. Uh, but I think sometimes you can school them from from a young age. And to let them know that not everything in life is, is, is granted. Um, and some people need to hard, uh, work hard for what they will uh, receive at the end. And I think
0: it's, it's a, yeah, a good thing to do. Hard work and basically perseverance is what I'm hearing. And dedication as well. Absolutely. So then let's just go back to the shoe fitter solution. So for our listeners that do not know what it is, what is it specifically?
1: So Shoefitter is a uh, web app that uses AI to uh, generate uh, foot measurements. Um, and when we generate the foot measurements, we match it with uh, inner shoe measurements. Uh, I will say in, in shoe terms, in the shoe industry terms, it's uh, the shoe last data. And the shoe last is a wooden or a uh, plastic shape. And from that shape, the shoes are developed, I can say. And if you match this kind of two yeah datas with each other, uh, then we can say hey, for this kind of shoe model, you will have a European size, uh, a French size, uh, 38, a woman, or you will have 37. Uh, so that's basically um, yeah what we're doing. We are very data volumetric based uh,
0: yeah busy. And then fit and sizing for fashion is still extremely difficult, whether that's footwear or clothing or earrings, jewelry, accessories, so it's just difficult all around. So nobody's really cracked the code. So how do you think that you've potentially cracked the code?
1: Yes, it is very uh, a difficult uh, task and very complicated as well. But I think what we are doing here at Shoe is based on volumetric uh, data. Um, and that's the only way that you can crack the code. I don't believe in 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 solutions that compare uh, brands uh, and things with each other. It's it's impossible to give give out uh, with with this kind of solutions the right size advices. I don't believe
0: that. In terms of your previous, you know, what you explained to so us earlier in the episode, your personal story has have you brought it into trying to crack that code that we've just discussed like is that pushing you forward yes i really have to solve that challenge uh yeah of course because
1: the thing is um i am someone that if you begin if you begin with something then i want to um solve it and and that's on that path we are right now to to uh, solve this kind of yeah you know, difficult yeah, I will say uh, complexity um, problems to give out the right suicide advice. But I also, we need to say that it's not just only about giving a right size advice, it's more behind that. Uh, you also want to uh, do, do more regarding uh, environmental problems because if you give out the right suicide advice, it means uh, there will be less returns. It means as well that there will be less trucks riding around to shipping the shoes back from the consumer to the web shops or to the local stores. So it is more than just only giving the right shoe size advice.
0: And then how does somebody get to experience the shoe fitter app?
1: Like I said before, we are a web app, so you can integrate it through an API. um, And the experience is like it it can be integrated in an in in a web app, a mobile app, or any platform what you have we generate links and and behind the links, there are a button. And when you click, uh, when you integrate the links and the button on your uh, platform, you can press the button and then uh, our solution opens to an iframe. So you you will stay on your environment. Uh, We will measure the feet after that. And then we will connect it with the inner shoe measurement, what we have in our database. And then, yeah, the consumer at the end will get the size advice. And then, yeah, hopefully, they will buy the shoes? That's the
0: the flow. In terms of your disability, Charles, and within fashion, the fashion industry isn't necessarily serving or catering to people like yourself. Why do you think that is? And do you think we're ever going to solve it as an industry?
1: I hope so. If if I will not say if we will we will be one of the yeah, greatest company out there that will solve this this problem, and I think. It can make, you know, me or someone else uh, like on the forefront to to change things in the fashion industry. Because if they see that what I'm doing and I can change things in the fashion
0: industry, maybe they will adopt it as well. And do you think fashion is open to doing that?
1: I can only speak for the shoe industry, but I know that the shoe industry is not an industry that uh, adopts uh, technology and other things very fast. But what I can say, if you bring a good solution to one of the players in the industry, then the others will follow.
0: Yeah, so that's where you are making progress and, right. as a shoe fitter then being really the ones to change the footwear yeah. industry. So what's next in store for you and Shoe Fitter?
1: We have some great uh, uh, projects that we're busy with. I cannot disclose all the names yet. Uh, Not but- yet, Charles, but we're <laughs> going to hear very soon, yes? <laughs> <laughs> you will hear it very soon. But uh, yeah, we are uh, in talks with with, I will say, the biggest names of the industry,
0: So I'm just going to finish off this episode, Charles, with a quick fire round set of questions. So the first answer that comes into your head, are you ready? Yes. Last pair of shoes that you purchased? Uh, A Jordan shoe, Nike Air Jordan. Nike Air Jordans, classic. Last time you got your feet measured? Two days ago. Was that shoe fitter app or somebody somebody else? Shoe fitter app, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Shoe fitter all the way. Sneakers or sandals? Sneakers or sandals.
1: I will say sneakers.
0: Comfy shoes or fashion shoes? Uh, comfy, comfortable, please, yeah. And one tip that you'd give to aspiring founders?
1: Yeah, I will say um, uh, dedication, uh, believe in yourself, um, never give up, and do it. Because a lot of people are uh, talking, but they don't doing. And if
0: you don't do, then you don't know. Thank you very much, Charles. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to click follow to keep up to date with the latest episodes. And if you like this episode, please give us a review. If you want us to feature a specific theme or guest, please give us a message at beyondform.io. I will see you very soon.